The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take their businesses to the next level. Join us as we chat with green industry leaders to discover best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. Now, here's your host, Paul Jamison. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Green Industry Podcast. Good to be with you today. We're going to dive deep into a topic that is super important that I'm always trying to learn how I can do this better. And I want to share with you kind of my journey today about collecting our customers' information, such as email addresses, because as we go to sell our business one day, if we ever do sell our business, we're not just selling the equipment, but we'll sell the information of our customer base. It's super valuable to be able to sell our business at top dollar. And then meanwhile, while we operate our business, we want to have that information so we can, you know, create a detailed marketing ad campaign to help our customers be aware of the services we offer. For example, core aeration times coming up in the spring and, and making sure our customers know that we offer that service because that's a high profit margin service, at least for us and seasonal flowers and mulch and all these jobs that we do that are really seasonal to, to make sure that we let our customers know that this is a service that's available to purchase. And when we have their email address, then we can really do that. So I'm going to kind of dive into some of the do's and don'ts of how to market once you do have the email address and how we actually collect those email addresses, how we keep everything organized with our customers, phone number, email uh, address, and you know their purchase history because we really have the opportunity once we establish that relationship with our customers that they'll continue to you know repeat and, and purchase our services. And uh, we want to make sure we have all that information documented and organized nice and well so we can make the most of it currently while we run our business. And if we ever go to sell our business one day, that we don't leave any money on the table, but we can get top dollar for all the information that we have collected over the years. So that's what we're going to talk about on the show today. I want to say thank you to our sponsor up in Michigan, Brian Fullerton and the Entrepreneur Academy. As far as I'm aware of, the event's still on for November 7th. I'm planning on going to Entrepreneur Academy Live. It's a great event. There's going to be some awesome speakers there and just the camaraderie and the fellowship in between sessions and at lunch and at dinner, getting to hang out with everyone. It just fires you up. So we're planning on going to that November 7th. And if you guys want more resources, how to build your lawn care company or your snow removal company, make sure you check out the Entrepreneur Academy. And also thanks to our friends at the Hardscape Academy up there in Fairfield, Fairfield County, Ohio. If you guys want to learn more about hardscaping, the Hardscape Academy has you covered. The Green Industry Podcast returns in just a moment. Remember to support our sponsors who bring you the Green Industry Podcast. TheHardscapeAcademy.com is the place to learn how to become a professional hardscaper. It has courses there, a retaining wall installation course and a paver installation course, teaching you how to build a complete project that can take your company to another level that is profitable and worthwhile. 
Have you ever thought about starting your own lawn and landscaping business, but not sure where to start? Look no further than LawnpreneurAcademy.com, an e-training website dedicated to helping you start and grow a successful lawn care business. Save more time and make way more money by learning exactly what it takes to grow your business to the next level. Invest in your future by first investing in yourself. Use promo code podcast to save 10% on all training programs today at LawnpreneurAcademy.com. Now back to the show. Well, thanks again to the Launchpreneur Academy and the Hardscape Academy for sponsoring today's show. Great places to get resources for hardscaping, lawn care, and snow plowing at the Launchpreneur Academy and Hardscape Academy. Man, I love talking to guys that are just getting started because as I do one-on-one business coaching, I teach them how to do everything right and correct coming out of the gate. And uh, I didn't do all that coming out of the gate. I made all these mistakes in my business and then you, you know trying to course correct and get everything situated. One of the main things I emphasize to guys that are just getting started, I'm like, be organized and collect your customer's information. You want to have an email address for every single customer. You want to have their phone number and obviously you need their physical address. You know where to go to do the service, but you want to collect this information and you want it to be organized because this is going to be your sales platform moving forward because now you're going to be able to communicate with your customers that it's time for the core aeration and or the seasonal flowers or the mulch or whatever these landscape enhancements services are you want to offer and then you can strategically position yourself in front of them to make sure they know that this is available for purchase and try to upsell on as much of those high profit margin services as possible. So we're going to talk about how we collect this information, how we get that email list, and then how we actually steward it because you can stumble and fumble and, you know, get them to unsubscribe and, and get mad at you, or you can use it to generate sales. And that's what we want to do. We want to generate sales, happy customers. We provide the service. They're happy. We're happy. And it all, you know, flows together well. So I say this all the time and I'll say it more and more and more and more. When you're building a business, you're not no chuck in the truck, but you're building a team. You're building a business. And so that's why you hear me talk about it all the time. You got to raise your prices because you need to include on your team an accountant, a really, really good accountant. You need to include on your team a bookkeeper, a really, really good bookkeeper. You need to include on your team a CRM, a customer relations manager. This is where you're going to store your customer's information. Well, Paul, I like a yellow pad. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Maybe in 1982, but not in 2020. You need a customer relations manager that's going to keep all of this information of your customer's email address, their address, their phone number, and then their history of what they have purchased. This information is so valuable. When you go to sell your business one day, if you have for years information stored of all these customers, where they live, what their contact information is, and what services they've you know purchased from you in the past, and then you throw in your equipment and you've got a good business broker, you're selling your business for a lot of money. So do it right from day one. And of course, in the meanwhile, this is going to be a foundation of how we do marketing is I have this awesome email list of customers that are going to be interested in my services. And then we'll um, talk about how we steward that here coming up. I don't want to get ahead of myself. So CRM guys, we all need a customer relations manager. I talk all the time that I use jobber. Okay. That's the, um, 
system that we use. There's several of them out there. I don't care which one you use, but use one. Okay. I, well, Paul, I like to use Google Sheets or Microsoft Excel. Well, I actually did that for a long time in my business and I'm a nerd. I love spreadsheets. Like I, <laughs> I, I really, really, really like spreadsheets. I do some th- stuff with my uh, personal finance on a, on a Google uh, sheet, you know, and, and spreadsheet. And I, I'm, I'm all about that, but there's so many more uh, layers to the onion, if you will, of having a CRM that can, you know, has the, um, Google spreadsheet, uh, style to it of, of, you know, collecting data, but there's so many more things you can do with a CRM. So I know that there's other ways to collect the information. You could have all the columns and keep all that, but trust me, you're going to want a CRM because with a click of a button, you can email your customer, you can look at their history, you can do all, all sorts of things, charge their card on file. And I just, just trust me, get a CRM. And, And that's why I talk to these young kids and I'm like, listen, you don't understand how much you got to charge until you start realizing, wow, I do have to pay monthly for my CRM. I do have to pay monthly for my bookkeeper. I do have to pay, you know, uh, I don't know how you pay your accountant. I pay mine annually, but all these expenses need to be baked into our price. But these are things that need to be put in the foundation of our business because we want to create this machine. We want to create this system that now I have all this information organized. So when it comes time to do a final fall, you know, cleanup, I can email everyone on my list and just let them know, Hey guys, we're, you know, happy holidays. Hope everyone's doing well. Uh, we are, you know, doing our last round of final fall cleanups and, you know, have a, a, a action step for them to follow, but you can't do that if you don't collect their information. So there's many different ways to collect uh, our customer's information. And it depends on how we're communicating with our customer. If our customer walks across the street, we're out, you know, on a customer's property and here comes old Bob walking across the street and says, Hey, you know, uh, you guys are doing a great job. You know, with the mulch over there, can you come do our yard? Absolutely. I bust out my phone. I open jobber. Hey, uh, can I get your uh, phone number real quick? And uh, oh yeah, what's your last name again, Bob? I've seen you around, but uh, you know, Jones. Okay, Bob Jones. And uh, what's your phone number? And I'm sitting here just typing in. You just click on the button, new client information. You're adding their information on the spot. And then, and uh, can I get your email address real quick? That's how we do our communication. Sure, sure, sure. Type it in. Boom. Now I got Bob's information and I'm going to market to Bob. (laughs) Now you don't know that. But I know that next year and the year after, and then if I ever go, it's, this is this information valuable. We think about if Bob hires us to do the mulch or not as valuable, but that moment right there where you collected Bob's phone number, email address, first and last name and address, and you got that thing stored in your um, CRM, you're setting yourself up for success. Now you still got to be very, very wise in how you steward that information and how you do your marketing plan. But that information is important that you can collect in person. And, and, and you guys will see who are just getting started. You'll be shocked in the spring when you're out on the property, how many people just drive by, walk by, you know, it seems like a helicopter will fly in and someone will get out. Hey, great job, Paul. Can I get, you know, just people come out of nowhere in the spring. You want to be collecting that information. And then obviously there's the phone calls. People will call in. Once they call in again, get the information. Can I get your name? 
Can I get your address, email address, boom, 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 and just get it in, get it in your DNA. It's just so natural to collect that information and you're not writing this down on a yellow pad. You're getting it into the CRM immediately and you're creating that da- that database that is going to be good for selling the, selling the business one day and obviously for the marketing uh, in the here and now. And the other way is obviously as you guys build, I'm just in process of building a new website right now and you want to make sure you communicate with the creator of your website that, Hey, I need to collect this information from my customers. And you know, you can get that kind of built into the technology to get their um, email address uh, and, and the various information through them going to your website. And then they have to fill out a form where bam, you're automatically going to get the stuff out front. And uh, so that's very strategic. And uh, your website person, whoever builds your website, they'll know what I'm talking, they'll know what you're talking about. If you say to them, Hey, make sure when the customer, you know, clicks on this to contact us, that we get their, f- their first and last name, their phone number, their email, uh, and the, their address. So all that information, then you can get into your CRM, you can get into the system. And then when I talk about stewarding it, this is super important because there's a wrong way to market to your customers. It's going to make them unsubscribe to you and leave a sour taste. And there's the right way that's going to be uh, adding value to their life and hopefully land in actual sales of them purchasing your high profit services. Let me say something real quick, Mr. Producer, why it's just, ugh, it's on my heart. Cause I, I went through over the weekend and I, I deleted so many, not deleted, I unsubscribed from so many of these companies that just sales pitch me. And it's like, I don't understand why they do this, but anyway, I want to use this as a teaching lesson here as a, as a point that's real in my life. It annoys me when I get an email from a company and they're continuously trying to do a sales pitch. Like you're going to get unsubscribed. If you're, if you're not adding value to me, then why am I going to waste my time continuously seeing your, you know, your name and your, your cheesy title you know, subject line in my email, it's, it's going to get unsubscribed. And so uh, reciprocate that as a business owner, we need to be mindful of who's going to open our email. Are we adding value to their life? You can even, you know, write that down and, and, and ask yourself that question before you send it out. And this is a good principle too, with social media posts. Am I adding value to someone's life? If someone reads my post, is it going to add value to their life? That's a, that, that one was for free, Marty. <laughs> but back to the email. So it's all about ratios. I'm single. I'm taking notes about marriage. Uh, and, and my pastor said one time, and again, I'm saving this for the future when I am married, but he's like, when you're married, you can't just go around telling your wife all the wrong things she's doing. You need to butter up with about 25 genuine edifying encouragements. And when you have 25 in the bank, then you probably have enough credibility to go ahead and give her a stinger of something she can improve on. But you got to have 25 build up, you know, deposits in the bank of compliments before you can bring forth the correction. And in business with email, you don't, you don't have to send out 25 value packed emails before a sales pitch, but you do need to, you know, maybe three or four or five or six emails that are just simple. Hey, Hey friends, you know, if you have the, you with your email, you can actually put their name, their last name automatically in uh, when you schedule the email, but say, you know, Hey, Mrs. Smith, I just noticed that next weekend, uh, the temperatures are scheduled to be freezing. This is just a great reminder to make sure your master valve on your irrigation is completely shut off. That way you don't have a cracked pipe over winter. You know, hope everyone's healthy and safe. You know, Paul, Jameson Landscaping. So that is a little simple 
a boost of adding value to your customer's life, or maybe they're not your customer, but you have their email. And then you, what, they're not going to unsubscribe more than likely if you said something that can enhance and help their life. And there was no sales pitch, not a hint of a sales pitch. It was just genuine value added to their life. Well, you send those out, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six of those, then you can send the email that says, you know, uh, happy new year. Hopefully everyone's doing well and, uh, excited for an awesome new year. It is that time again to us uh, of the season where we start sprucing up the garden beds and, uh, you know, have the next step for how they can purchase mulch or, or pine straw, get on your schedule for that. And then that way you have healthy ratios. So I just say all that. I, I, I am not going to go down a marketing session right now because I'm starting to get all fired up. There's uh, well, these will be future episodes for future days of what you send out in the email to market to them, what you send out, you have their physical hard copy address, the postcards you send out and the mailings that you can actually, I know it's old school, but it works uh, that you can send out to them. That's another conversation for another day, but I wanted to emphasize it a little bit so that as you're collecting the information, you understand why. This is valuable. This is important that I get Bob's email address, address, phone number, and um, forgive me if I'm leaving something out, but you know what I mean. You want to get all their information every single time you have that that initial contact with a customer, whether they walk onto your property and they're a neighbor or they call you or they email you. And so you're constantly loading the pipeline. You're constantly filling up your CRM with this valuable information. You will thank me when you go to your business broker one day to sell your business and you have all this information of all these customers. And then you have all this information of their purchase history of what services they bought from you. And you have have all this equipment that you accumulated over the year and your business broker bundles that up and you sell your business and then you invite Marty and I out on your yacht <laughs> when you're when you cash in for the millions or whatever it is and in the meantime you use this information as a key way to market your high profit services to your customers. So I could go on and on and on about this, guys. I have uh, continuously in my own journey been trying to improve and get better at this because it is so important. So I hope this has been helpful. If you guys are looking for a CRM, I'm going to put the link to Jobber in today's show notes. You can try them for free. Just click on our link and that will get you set up with them. That's the CRM that we use. I'm also going to put in today's show notes my book keeper. I highly recommend having a bookkeeper guys. And when you do go to sell your business one day, uh, if you've had a bookkeeper over the years, everything's going to be nice and clean and, um, presentable to the people you'll sell your business to and your business broker can get you more money when you have all that information. So we'll put Gulf Coast Bookkeeping's link in today's show notes. And of course, the link over to the Hardscape Academy and Launchpreneur Academy. So all of those links will be in today's show notes. Make sure you guys take a glance at that. We certainly appreciate it. And if our podcast has added value to your life, give us a five-star review in the podcast, uh, Apple podcast. It goes a long way. What's Julio and Brian always say? They always have a line, Mr. Producer. What is it? The ever, all ever important five-star reviews are after you. I think Julio started saying it because he had his podcast first. And then I heard Brian uh, start saying it. So that was a little inside joke to the pod, the other podcasters out there. But by the way, guys, I love Brian. I love Julia. We're in a group text and it's just iron and sharpened and iron. So the um, purpose of community is that you grow together. Like, 
we're on the mowers eight hours a day or you know the backpack blowers are going to be on here in a minute then there's so much time to listen to podcasts so there's plenty of time in the day to listen to my show and then go listen to the Fullerton Unfiltered podcast and listen to Julio's Lawn Care Business Success podcast and there's other podcasts out there in the industry give them a listen and be growing as uh, you know, we all try to take our businesses to the next level and, and iron is ironing is sharpening iron. So there you go. Have a blessed day, everybody. We will be back soon. Make sure you te- you check today's show notes. <laughs>